Welcome to the Lighthouse Community Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope today's teaching will encourage you in your faith and help you develop an increasing desire to walk with God. Let's listen in. Good morning. Well, let's get right to it. Uh, Let me ask you a question. Have you ever boasted in anything? I have. Right? Maybe it's your favorite sports team. Right? Maybe it's your kids, how cute they are. Right? Maybe it's your education. Maybe it's your job. Or maybe it could be something as simple as uh, a, the food at a restaurant that you like. Right? Man, that burger was fire. Right? I'm trying to learn the young people lingo. Right? <laughs> My kids told me that uh, apparently when you say something is fire, it means it's really good. I thought it meant it was burned. <laughs> Or it was spicy, but they told me, no, Dad, spicy means something else. So uh, I'm learning. Uh, the, reality is, uh, the reality is we boast about things all the time. But if we dig a little bit deeper into this word boasting, this is what boasting actually means. It means to make much of something. It means to take pride in something. It means to be consumed by something. Or it means to glory in something. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong to talk about uh, your favorite sports team or your kids or uh, this restaurant you've been to, but when you think about your life, uh, what is it that you talk about on a regular basis? What is it that you consistently make much of? Listen, the things that you talk about on a regular basis, the things that you consistently make much of reflect what your heart values. Right? The Word of God says, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so whatever it is that you're consistently talking about, that's, that's a reflection of what your heart values. One Bible scholar put it this way. This is what he said. Boasting is hope that you can hear. No one can peer into your soul and see the source of your confidence or the object of your hope. But they can hear what you talk about what you get excited about, and what it is that you commend or celebrate. So let me ask you another question. When it comes to your spiritual life, your relationship with God, what is it that you boast about? What is it that you take pride in? What is it that you make much of? What is it that you glory in? What is the source of your confidence? What is the object of your hope? Now, I've got to tell you, uh, I have a lot of conversations with people about spiritual things uh, at the BMV, right, at the bank, at the auto parts store. When I'm walking around town, I see somebody in their porch. I talk to a lot of people about spiritual things. And as I'm having those conversations, you know what it is that people consistently talk about when it comes to the relationship with God? Themselves, right? They they. they consistently relate uh, religious things that think they're going to earn their way to God. These are the things that they say. I've gone to church my whole life. I went through those classes when I was little. I never miss a quiet time, right? I'm a good member of the community uh, and basically a pretty good person. But you know what's consistently missing from those conversations? The cross of Christ, You don't hear it. And I think a lot of people today are caught up in the same trap that the young Galatian believers were caught up in. Over these last several weeks, we've been looking at Galatians. 
And, and what we saw in Galatians were people trying to add religion to God's grace. They were trying to add something of their own effort as a way to be right with God. But as we've seen all through Galatians, if you try to add anything to grace, it's not grace anymore, right? If you want to claim some aspect of obedience to the law as the basis of your righteousness, then you've got to obey everything that God says, and you've got to do that perfectly, and no one can. In other words, if you want to bring anything to the table, you've got to bring everything to the table, and we can't do that. For the Galatians, the issue was circumcision and obedience to the traditions and the ceremonies of the Mosaic law. These people were trying to get them to believe that they had to add those things to their faith in Jesus in order to, make, to be made right with God. And, that, and those are the things that they were boasting in. If we look at Galatians 6, uh, just three verses, Galatians 6, 12 through 14, this is what Paul says. Those who desire to make a good showing in the flesh try to compel you to be circumcised simply so that they will not be persecuted for the cross of Christ. For those who are circumcised do not even keep the law themselves, but they desire to have you circumcised so that they may boast in your flesh. But then Paul says this, But may it never be that I would boast except in what? Except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me, and I to the world. As I said, these people were trying to bring something to the table as a way to be accepted by God. But Paul, who had more reason to boast in what he brought to the table than anyone else, in the strongest language in the Greek that he can possibly use, he says this, May it never be that I would boast in anything except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, Paul had come to realize that the things that he used to boast in the things that he used to make much of, the things that he thought made him acceptable to God, apart from God's grace, apart from the cross of Christ, those things were actually of no value. And Paul, Paul says that in Philippians chapter 3. If we, if we start in verse 4 of Philippians 3, this is what Paul says about, about his life. If anyone else has a mind to put confidence in the flesh, I have far more. Circumcised the eighth day, of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness, which is in the law, found blameless. But whatever things were gained to me, those things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. And more than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them but rubbish, so that I may gain Christ and may be found in him. And here it is. Not having a righteousness of my own, derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith. You see, Paul had come to realize that the things he used to boast in, the religious things that he thought made him acceptable to God, were nothing but rubbish. The source of Paul's confidence, the object of his hope, the thing that he gloried in, the thing that he spent his whole life making much of was the cross of Christ. He had come to realize that he couldn't bring anything to the table to make himself acceptable to God. When Paul saw the cross, what he saw was Jesus dying the death that he should have died, paying the penalty that he couldn't pay. Jesus 
right? The Son of God who lived a sinless life, who willingly went to the cross to die a humiliating and offensive death so that God's perfect justice and righteousness could be fulfilled. On the cross, God poured out all his wrath and sin on Jesus. And Jesus bore the penalty for Paul, and he bore the penalty for you, and he bore that penalty for me. By his wounds and by Jesus' death, we are healed and made right with God. Jesus' death on the cross was the payment for sin, and Jesus' resurrection proves that God accepted that payment of, uh, uh, of sin on your behalf. So the question for you this morning is, have you trusted in Jesus' death and resurrection as the only way that you can be made right with God? Or are you trying to bring something of your own righteousness to the table? If you have trusted in Jesus' death and resurrection as the only way to be made right with God, I want to give you three practical ways this morning, three practical ways that you can boast in the cross of Christ alone. Now, when we think of boasting, we think of talking, and that naturally leads us to think about evangelism, right? And we're going to get there, right? That's the third way. But before we get to the third way, there's two other ways that you can boast in the cross of Christ that actually precede evangelism. Because if you do the first two, then then boasting in the cross of Christ will come naturally. It won't be like another chore that you feel like you have to do. So the first way to boast in the cross of Christ is this. Preach the gospel to yourself every day. Every morning that you get up, preach the gospel to yourself, right? Remind yourself of what Larry just talked about. That God, remind yourself of God's character. Remind yourself how sinful you were before you knew Christ. Remind yourself that that God sent Jesus to the cross to pay for your sins. Remind yourself that as a result of that, he's given you new life. You're not the same person you were before. Right? You have the Holy Spirit inside of you. Preach the gospel to yourself every day. And when you start out every day like that, you can't help but make much of Christ because you see yourself for who you actually are. And, and that causes you to make much of Christ. Right? When you see Jesus on the cross, the cross becomes a pride destroyer because you realize he's doing that for me. I should have been there. Uh, but he took that for me. Understanding the cross will humble you, and it will remind you how much God loves you. So if you want to boast in the cross of Christ, preach the gospel to yourself every day. The second practical way to boast in the cross of Christ uh, is what we've been talking about the last two weeks that we've been covering, chapter 5 of Galatians, and it's this. Walk according to the Holy Spirit, and don't walk according to the flesh. If you want to make much of Jesus in your life, Yield to the Holy Spirit's work in your life, right? Galatians 5, earlier in Galatians, Paul said, walk by the Spirit, be led by the Spirit, keep in step with the Holy Spirit. That's the mark of a true follower of Christ, a transformed life that's empowered by the Holy Spirit. It's a life that's transformed from the inside out, not from the outside in. That's religion, right? A life that's transformed from the inside out. So walk according to the power of the Holy Spirit, Set your mind on heavenly things. Serve one another. Bear with one another. Forgive one another. Look, what if Lighthouse Community was a people who were known as forgiving people? Right? What if a watching world looked at Lighthouse Community and said, man, those people, they forgive each other. Right? What a way to boast in the cross of Christ. And, and you, know what that, you know what makes that possible? Walking by the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't do that on your own. 
right? Who wants to forgive someone else that's hurt you in your own power? You can't do it. So walk according to the Holy Spirit. And that brings us to the third, the third and final way to boast in the cross of Christ. And that's to declare the gospel of grace, right? When you do the first two, preach the gospel to yourself every day. Walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Wherever you find yourself then, you're, you're going to talk about the cross of Christ. It's just going to come naturally. You don't have to conjure it up. You don't have to uh, think it's going to earn you more favor with God. It just, it just comes natural to you. You can do this wherever you find yourself. You can do this with your kids at home, right? Focus more on your kid's heart than on their behavior, right? Talk about the cross of Christ with them, right? This is bonfire season. We're going to have a bonfire here at Lighthouse uh, coming up. But this is bonfire season. And you know what bonfire season means? S'mores. And s'mores are fire, right? I'm learning. I'm learning. Right? So invite your neighbors over to your house. Have a bonfire. Invite your neighbors over to your house and use hospitality as a way to declare the gospel of grace. Right? You can do this wherever you find yourself. You can do this at the, at the auto parts store. I was at the auto parts store. I needed a new battery. Uh, the guy came out and checked my battery. Uh, and so as he's putting in the new battery, I just said, uh, hey, uh, are you from Finley? And he said, no. Uh, I said, where are you from? And he started telling me where he's from. I said, you know what? I'm actually from there. What's your name? He told me his name. Turns out we went to high school together. Uh, I didn't even recognize the guy. Uh, but I said, you know what? When I was in high school, I looked like I had it all together. I didn't because I didn't know Jesus. And then, I can, and then I went on to tell him how Jesus has changed my life. And then I asked him if he, if he knew Jesus. Right? It's that simple. Uh, when you meet somebody, ask them where they're from. And then ask them if they have a church. I, that's what I do. I, I, I'm walking around Bluffton. I'll see people on the porch. I'll walk up to them. I'll say, hey, my name's Kelly. What's your name? You from here? Yes or no? You got a good church? Let me tell you about our church. But not about our church. Let me tell you about Jesus. It's that simple. Declare the gospel of grace. Listen, we talk about what our heart values. What we say reflects the object of our adoration and what it is that we're placing our hope in. If you want to boast in the cross of Christ, preach the gospel to yourself every day. Walk in the power of the Holy Spirit and declare the gospel of grace. Make much of Jesus in your life. Glory in the cross. It really is the only thing worth boasting about. Let's pray. Gracious Father, I'm so thankful, so thankful for the cross of Christ. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the reminder, Father, of how much you love us. Help us not to boast in anything except in the cross of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. If you'd like to learn more about Lighthouse Community, check out our website at mylighthousecommunity.com or connect with us on Facebook. You're invited to join us live Sunday mornings at 909 or 1111. Thanks again for listening to the Lighthouse Community Podcast.